I'm rolling. And I'm I rolling. Stopped. I just started it. Hell yeah. We rolling? Hell yeah. We rolling. You good? Rolling on a we here. <laughs> Another <laughs> episode of Free Game Friday. Episode 27. 27. 27. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, this is a special episode because T got all of the podcasts Hell up yeah. on all platforms. <laughs> so now you can go stream the podcast. For those of y'all that's been asking for it, we yep. better see it shoot up because people keep asking. For real. So I better real. see hundreds, thousands, millions of them. <laughs> hundred thousand million. We're trying to be the number one podcast. Not trying to be. We're going to be the number one podcast in the world, Craig. Top flight. Come on. <laughs> Let's we got go. Some snaps in the back. This first one is from <laughs> Eternal.Cree. What can we do to create a better and more solid online presence? Um man, create create a channel that you would enjoy watching. I think that is the best way to put it. When you turn on mm-hmm. TV or you scroll on your phone, the things that make you smile and make you laugh, the things that you search and look for, the things that entertain you replicate it they're already laying the blueprint replicate it make it in your own way but make your platform and your channel something that that you would enjoy watching if, if you posting some shit that's just like eh to you then it's gonna be eh to right. everybody else that see right it. that goes for video quality audio quality content Pictures, quality everything, everything 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 yeah if they don't make you smile and have you excited Throw it away. Away with it. Away <laughs> with it. Away. <laughs> Come on. Or you want to use your yeah. new thing? You want to tell them what you got there? Yeah. So I. Uh, I moved the questions to the iPad because I used to have to write down every single question and all your guys' names, and now I can just copy and paste them into this nifty little app. And yeah. So this is from Saint Lex One Hundred One. I heard Tieta on Brandman Network say she knows all the words to all of your songs. La Russell, how did you get the person next to you to buy into every song? Um, <laughs> I just did what I do best, and she just enjoys them, and she also hears them, I guess, so much because yeah. of proximity. Uh, but yeah, that wasn't my doing. I mean, I guess it was my doing through my doing, but it wasn't necessarily. I'm not like. <laughs> I just I just make the song and sometimes she raps I bet with not me. I hear you listening to nobody. I mean, but yeah, repetition really too is like we've done hundreds of shows together, so yeah. you know eventually yeah. it's like it makes it more fun when you up there rapping. Hey, I remember when uh when when Splash started start coming, he used to be like you could tell he wanted to smile, but he wouldn't. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was like I'm on the clock. <laughs> like nigga, how enjoy yourself. Right, it's right? okay. <laughs> nigga looking constipated on stage. Uh, <laughs> All right. Good. Good. We yep. got it. Mm-hmm. This next one is from at Three Sides Savage. Three sides to the savage. We uh it's three, it's three <laughs> sides to a savage, nigga. Hey, it's three sides to a savage, nigga. You know what's up. You know what's going on. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. We always see you smiling. Have you ever been discouraged as an artist? And how did you work through it? Yeah, I've been discouraged plenty of times. I've been discouraged as an artist, as a human, as a every role I've played in life. Um I work through it by working through it. The only way you get through it is to go through it. Yeah. I heard. 
<laughs> That's my fa- new favorite thing. Okay, this is from One Mellow X. How do you beat out the algorithm if your content isn't being shown to not even 50% of your followers? The algorithm is like... It's not to be beat. Yeah, it's it actually works in your favor if you allow it to. But you beat out the algorithm by putting out great content. Put mm-hmm. out great content consistently and you will see the results of it. And the algorithm is like a Brita filter, right? Like... It's literally working for you. When you post something, the algorithm uses it and see how many people enjoy it. And it's mm-hmm. like, go behind this. The algorithm will tell you, get behind this one. Right. Put them ads on, right. nigga, get behind. Or it'll be like, don't waste your money here. Do more first. You feel me? So yeah. it's like, it's nothing to beat. It's something to kind of join. Become the, uh, be the algorithm. Right. Join it. Join it. That was a good one. I am Sha Smitty. What's some exercises or things you study to help with your metaphors? Um, when I was in high school, uh, middle school to high school, I had a notebook, and all I wrote was bars. I never knew how to write songs. I, I wasn't good at <laughs> writing hooks and structures. Like The entire verse from start to end was just punchlines. There was no story or no message or nothing no journey it was just bars and um i think that really honed my craft on getting the metaphor and eventually i got to a point where i could just tell a story and if they come Mm. they come but at first that's all i did all i did was wrote was wrote metaphors and um and when i was in middle school i used to come home and i used to like um look up a hundred greatest punch lines and i used to go through and just look I used to just read all the people that was like nigga this line is crazy and I used to just kind of study their structure and flow and see if I could take a bar and make it my own and say Mm. something similar but in my own way and uh yeah I think all of that kind of honed the craft because my metaphor game (laughs) stupid you my metaphor game stupid I was thinking about that the other day you're really like um a student at heart like you'll sit and listen to Steve Job interviews and you're like you're always trying to gain more information about whatever it is that you're doing at that moment it could be anything it could be anything. it could be anything but I feel like that's why you've become such a genius because you've looked for the answer to every question you've ever had right but that <laughs> only it only uh, I only do that if it's of like real interest or necessity. Like I remember when I used to work a job, I used to study all the standards because I had to do mm-hmm. the job. So I'm like, nigga, I'm finna figure out how to do it the absolute <laughs> best. I'm gonna be the but best. But like with Steve Jobs and shit is like desire. What music is is like when yeah. you love it, you like, nigga, I need to figure it all out. I need to know everything. But that's I feel like that's what got us to a lot of the incredible things that you've done because you'll be like, I wonder how this works or how this happened. And instead of just being like, well. And then go on about your day, you'll go into this, like, deep right. dive of every person who's Bro, ever I done hate, anything like I it. hate when a nigga can't explain something to me or break it down. Or when I'm trying to bring something to someone and I don't understand enough mm-hmm. to explain it. That shit make me, I'll be like, ah! Yeah. I hate it. I hate right? it. Yeah. It's like getting half of your, uh, half of the meal that you ordered. You're like, mm. bruh. This is supposed to come with some fries. <laughs> See, with nothing but a burger. Right. Don't make no sense. <laughs> this is from J. Leslie Monique. 
I would like to expand my fan base in new cities where I have little to no jaw, but I have several artist friends that I can do a show and I can do a show with them in their city. Do you think it's a good idea to build a fan base or should I focus on the places where I have listeners? If um, it doesn't cost you too much, like if it's if it takes away from you working on your craft and building like your business at home or wherever it's based, then you might want to just focus on, you know, working on your music or or whatever it is that you have going on at home, but if it's like if it's a great opportunity, if they make similar music to you, if the crowd is like big, if if you if you're familiar with that audience already, then the opportunity might be worth it. But I feel like it's um we had a question like this in one of the free game Friday episodes I was listening to today. Like your opportunity should never cost you more than it brings you. Mm-hmm. And if it does, then it's like that's one that one's okay. It's okay to miss that one. Yeah, the and, next and one will I'm, be I'm big on like go where you're desired. Yeah. Right? Like you don't have to go out your way to do shit like that. Work on your music and your craft until there's a demand that people really want it. Go where you're desired. And yeah, yeah if the opportunity ain't costing you much, then get out there and yeah. perform. But if you gotta travel and hit the road and all this shit to go perform in front of people who ain't really And you miss out you on no all way, the stuff that you were like, supposed to be doing at home, it's right. like, bruh, just stay home. It's okay. Just stay home and build. <laughs> this is from Autumn underscore Lachey. When should you delete the content you've made to make space for newer content? Never. I mean, <laughs> unless you want to, but you don't have to make space. You don't have to delete something to make space for new content. The content space is, is infinite. Right. It's a uh, it's infinite. It's just it's boundless. It's as big as the container. I was, <laughs> I was wondering when I wrote that down if they meant social media wise, like your page which at that point it's like, bro, just let that, let it live. But I was wondering if they meant like storage wise, like a G drive or an SSD or something, which is still the same thing. Like just buy more yeah. storage. Yeah. Yeah. Get more before you delete, get more storage. Yeah. Get more space. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think you ever have to delete unless you're going through some type of rebrand. But even that, if you're going through a rebrand, I would say don't delete because that's part of the rebrand for mm-hmm. people to see you rebranded is kind of cool um man i felt like shit when i was in high school i used to do like these vlogs and shit with the homies and shoot hella videos and when i like finally it was like ah i'm gonna make it out when i did feel the fact i wanted to delete everything like all the old mixtapes all that shit wiped everything because i was just like man i want to start new but as i grew and got old i was like damn it would have been so gone. fucking dope to have that shit and now it's gone forever because that was a part of my journey like that was yeah people would have got to see like nah nigga i've been at this you feel me Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't think you should delete your journey is your journey yeah and you never know what use it's gonna have for you later on down the road you cannot see the future right now there's parts of my doc that's gonna be missing Mm -hmm. because i you know was ashamed of my journey at one point you know damn damn was that oh it's me uh this is from work hard ball harder one what year was the album how much does a peace of mind cost composed this year i feel like people think that your music was like like you worked on it for like a whole year well because um 
I hate when life's going great. You had said like, oh yeah, I made this song like a year ago or whatever. Like sometimes you will put out music that you kind of sat on for a while. So that makes sense. People yeah, don't really that know. album was made um, this year in like a, a few days. days in two, three days. Yeah. Max. Yeah. From Wisconsin. Yeah. I had laid it. Yep. Yeah. Three days this year, 2023. Yeah. And he was huddled up in his room working <laughs> this is from victorious underscore toro are blogs still a good way to promote your music um sure sure i don't think it's a bad way um i wouldn't i wouldn't invest a ton there but i mean it's extra if you get a blog post great it's not it's not going to do you any harm yeah yeah but Are you I spending money on it? But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend money on it. And if I had to choose between things to do to promote my music, I wouldn't choose a blog post. But if it's extra and you know it didn't cost you nothing, then yeah, great. If it's not ads, what would you do to promote your post? I'd make more content. Mm. I feel like your next song is the best promotion for your last song. Because if someone loves the next one they'll at least go back to see what you right. did before it. Bruh. And if they love it, then right. you won. That's like when I when I heard that song by Sauce Walker, and it actually showed up on like a you, random you playlist. Ended through I of, ended up going right? through your all of his stuff. Your song is your best promotion yeah. for your last song. It's like my mom went back to episode one of the mm -hmm. GCTVs because episode 20 whatever was so engaging. It was like, I need to see them all. Right. So yeah, yeah, the best promotion for your last song is your next song. Same with everything else. The best promotion for your last movie is your next movie. Go do something better to make people be like, I need to go see what the fuck right. he been on. Ooh, that was a bar. You know that one's going straight what to the page. Uh, I think it's me. This is from Hughes the Artist. Hi. What are your thoughts on the appropriate response to have when solicited by a platform that ignored you before you were out, you outwardly progressed as an artist? I want to respect myself, but I do not want to get in my own way. Ooh, That's we talked, we talked about this great. before. Sometimes they're not ignoring you. Like they just didn't see you. Like you just didn't make enough noise yet. And you, you had said sometimes like, sometimes they didn't it. see you. And sometimes you wasn't good back then. Right. Like, I mean that that be the <laughs> truth that niggas like to ignore. Niggas, all yeah. oh, niggas want fucking with me is like, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> right. I mean, sometimes it'd be good, but sometimes it's right. like, bro, you didn't make a good song until you got better after working two years, and it was like, oh, yeah, this is much better than the shit I heard then. Now I'ma circle back. You know, yeah. like it's not always out of malice or or bad intent. Sometimes it's just like it wasn't time. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't your time. time. It wasn't time. It wasn't your time. And I feel like the kind of energy that they're giving you now is what you should go off of. You ain't living in the past no more. You living right now. Like, how are they treating you now? How do and they how approach do you? how do you feel about yeah. that right now? And you could approach that with ego or you right. could approach it with, like, I get it. The same way, like, when you're a kid, you don't eat certain food and then you turn fucking 25 and you're like, I love Brussels sprouts. You right. feel me? Like, that's how that shit goes. Sometimes you just got to wait for time to go for it to right. be palatable for right. other people the i was telling them yesterday i had a like a long really insightful conversation with sarai and one of the gems was withholding love as punishment for someone else is psychological warfare against yourself 
like you trying to punish them because they didn't see you before and it's like bro you're actually you're harming yourself you holding on to old stuff and it's like come new it bother you it don't bother them it don't bother them <laughs> it's psychological warfare against yourself right. ab underscore about benji's yeah and <laughs> hey, you know what that nigga about you know what he about nigga benji's, about benji's. Nigga. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> would you be okay with me doing an in-home concert like yours you become a big inspiration to me as a music artist you know what? No, you better not ever do it. I better not ever see you do a concert at home ever. I will never be okay with that. I don't even know why you would ask me something like this. I will never be <laughs> dead. Nigga, do your fucking show. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I am honored and grateful I inspire you. I am not coming to sue you if you do an in-home concert, nigga. Please do whatever works for you. Right. <laughs> I feel like it's really dope that people are like, you know, would you mind? But you don't need permission to be inspired. You do not need somebody else's permission to let them inspire you. Just go. Right. If you would have waited Nip, for Nip said, I steal great ideas. Right? Come on. Come on. Right? If you would have waited for Nip to be like, yeah, bro, you can use my proud to pay model. You would have been waiting a long time. Imagine <laughs> if the nigga who made the vacuum waited for the approval of the nigga who made the broom. You know, to, 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 to I don't just, want to step to, on your toes to and revolutionize. You know, it's like imagine if Steve Jobs waited on you know fucking HP to be right. like I'm. You know, it's like bro, go, just go, go. Right. This is from it's little underscore BBS. When you say run ads on a post that reaches ten percent of your audience, do you mean run Facebook ads with that piece of content, or just use the boost post feature on IG? I like to use the boost post feature on IG. Um, you could use Facebook ads manager, but I like the boost post feature. Oh, okay. Go for it. <laughs> You're already in there. Go ahead. <laughs> he uses the boost post feature on IG. <laughs> Just go, bruh. <laughs> this one's from Paul T. Okay. <laughs> I've learned laughter is good for the soul. And therapeutic. Could we expect to see LaRussell do some stand-up comedy in the near future? <laughs> he naturally got a great sense of humor, and that just seems like something he'd be a natural at. Man, I appreciate this, Paul. I am actually working on a stand-up set. So, yeah, in the near future, we might have that. That'll be something special. And the gold card members going to be able to get there free. It's going to be some exclusive shit first, so I can kind of try it out. That'd be dope. Y'all better laugh. <laughs> I'm gonna have the laugh card in the back. Hey, but yeah, no, that's actually something I've been wanting to do a long time. I really love stand up. I love comedy. I just be writing jokes down as they happen and you know. Yeah, one day. One day. Last one? Are we already at thirty minutes? Um no. Oh. This is from one mellow X. How do you get people to engage with your content? Did you answer a question like that at the beginning? How do you get people to engage with it? Was that your kind first of, question? Sort of, but not really. I mean, you just you it's make kind of similar. You make yeah. engaging content, right? You make engaging the same way you get people to eat their favorite food or do anything. You make it engaging to where people have a desire for it, and then boom, that's what they're going to do. You can never make someone comment. Like right. If they want to, they will. If they don't, they won't. And, and both options are okay. Just, just You should want to make things that make people want to react. 
Me? Yep. So after they're done, how do you, do they never come back again? You, nope. Wow. Oh, this what is, are you, you just, oh, yeah, yeah, you oh, just skipped those. <laughs> oh, you got to click it once you hit it. Tap Damn. It. This from Big Doobie One. <laughs> what is the work aside from creating content, recording, making sure my business is in order, and doing shows? What other work could I be doing to grow my brand? Um, That's the work. Study. Study other greats. Study people that have done great things in the world. Listen to their speeches and their watch their interviews and get as much information as you can and then go execute. But that that is the work. Everything you just said is the work. Learning is the only other thing that that is missing. You doing the work, my boy. You're doing the work, dog. <laughs> this is from w Waco, Waco Hope. For those of us who are new to stocks but want to invest in your craft, how does it work with the percentages and dollar amounts? I have no clue where to even begin. So, I mean, there's no um, set specific amount on any percent or any specific dollar value. Songs that are clearly bigger and that everyone is listening to and generating more money, of course, it's probably going to be more costly to get a percent because the returns are higher. Songs that are like album cuts that no one's really listened to but you just love you could probably get a lot cheaper because you know it's not going but um everything going pretty soon <laughs> when that shit pop that shit pop um, but going. yeah i mean i don't know where you should begin that's really not a question for me you really got to think go with your heart and go with your heart if you was an artist and you were giving someone a percentage of revenue for the rest of their life in a song that you created and you get paid one time and they get paid every month for the remainder of their life, what would you want them to offer you? That is the only thing you have to ask yourself before you make an offer. That was great. This is from George with, yeah. I fuck with LaRussell and Good Company Tough, and I want to be a part of the movement. I love to invest, purchase shares, but I decay much about that stuff. Could you give some guidance on percentages, value, and whatnot? I filled out the stock form, but if I'm being honest, it felt like shooting in the dark. Tried to do my own research, but didn't even know where to start. It's so new. I feel like people are just, like, when you see it, you're like, I don't know what I'm looking at i just i i know what how it made me feel mm -hmm. i know it moved me enough to want to do it but i don't know what it means you yeah. know i think my last response kind of feels that yeah and that's yeah. for all of it for stock for gold cards for merch for show offers it's just like yeah how would you want and somebody it's a, to and like it's, it's a very like one million streams just let's say spotify apple title title higher but Spotify 1 million streams says about 4500 to $5,000 right so if you have 10% in a song that does 1 million streams you're gonna make $450 on your 10% if you have a lower percent you'll make that but the thing is like you're making that with me perpetually I'm gonna get paid one time from you and then you're gonna get paid every single month for the next however many years however many streams this song keeps doing so uh it's kind of risk-free, but like I say, consider that when you make your offer that you're going to be getting paid for the remainder of time. Yeah. And consider that I'm just on the cusp of what I'm about to be. I'm just now getting on. And, we, and it's big now, so it's like, you know, the shit is gone. 
The shit is gone. I don't know no better I'm at way the to beginning. explain it. <laughs> I don't know no better way to put it. <laughs> this is from Hughes, the artist. Tieta. As a black woman working in proximity with major companies and entities within the music industry, what positive changes do you hope your presence will bring if it's a goal of yours? And they say, congrats on my first performance. That's so nice. Thank you. Um, I don't really have intention on what changes, positive changes my presence will bring. I just know the work that I'm doing. And the result of that is going to be whatever it's going to be. I can want it to be all of these things, but the result of it can only be based off of the work that I do. So, yeah, I don't really think about it too much. Nice. This is from Mr. Capone. In what order do I register my songs? Do I put it on distro first, copyright first, or register on BMI ASAP? Okay. When you make your song, you're going to... Sorry. You're going you're to you're get your song. And if you have a, a metadata editor, I like to do it before I go to DSPs just in case anything happens. So you do your metadata, and that's just filling out your artist, your song title, the genre, the date is released. I use a, a app called MP3 Tag, and, and I do all the metadata. Then you're going to go to your distro. When you upload to your distro, they're going to give you an ISRC code and a UPC code. You need to you need to file that code and all the information regarding your track somewhere. After you go to the distro, you're going to submit it to ASCAP, BMI, song tr or your publishing admin, whoever's administering your publishing. You're going to submit it to them. If you're with a distro that's like a higher tier one, then they'll already submit it to Sound Exchange, and you'll have to just go in and basically uh, assign it to yourself and say it's your claim it. But if not, you'll have to register it with Sound Exchange, and then that that that's how you get your paper. Distro, publishing admin, Sound Exchange. We almost there. Twenty three. We might as well just finish them. This is from Paul Torres. I know you mentioned in the past that if you could get yourself in front of an audience of a million, you'd be good. You're unsurprisingly close. As an artist, do you think you'll continue to invest in the same capacity with marketing and ads when you do reach that remarkable milestone? It's remarkable given the fashion it was done in. Yes. The answer is yes. And even more. <laughs> even more. I'll be investing <laughs> even more. Google is still running ads. Google still running ads. Wingstop running ads. Walmart running ads. Like these niggas never start campaigning. McDonald's, Nike still got commercials. Like, come on, we talking about billion. You should never stop marketing and and whatever you spending now. If you want to be ten times bigger, spend ten times more. Right. Simple as that. Do ten times more. Sometimes it ain't even about spending. You could do the doing if you can't do the spending. But you got to do one or the other. You can't expect to get 10 times bigger and not do 10 times more of whatever you're doing. Or do both. <laughs> or spin and do, and voila, you get to a million in a, in a fucking year and a half, two years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is from the underscore black edge. How steep was the learning curve on platforms like Asana, ClickUp, or Notion to jumpstart your career? That's a question for you. Um, I don't use ClickUp or Notion. 
I've tried both of them. I don't really enjoy the layout of the platform. I think that all three of them are useful in the same forms. I think it just depends on what you're trying to do. Asana, I learned at a previous job, so it wasn't a lot of a learning curve for me. And I feel like Asana is very user-friendly. Like it doesn't, once you click around enough times, it's very clear on what it does. But all of those platforms are very, very similar. They just use the same. Yep. Oh, this is from a kind savage. <laughs> Not a mean savage. No, we had a three-way savage. Kind one. <laughs> is it possible to post too much content online? No. Unless you're doing a bunch of nonsense. Then people <laughs> might be a little bit tired of it. But, okay, yes, it is possible to post too much content. It's not possible to post too much great content. Right. Right? You know, uh, I'd be, um, like, I follow the, the U.S. Open channel for tennis. Mm -hmm. And um, a few tennis channels, and I never get tired of them. Yeah. And they post hella. They post but a it's lot. Like, it's <laughs> shit I want to see. I love yeah. seeing tennis highlights. So it's like. When you're when your base loves what you do and you delivering that, it ain't no such thing as too much as long as they get in what they want. Right. One time I spent an hour and a half scrolling and watching cat videos because I really like watching cats. You and like <laughs> this guy. <What's> and, it? <laughs> and it just Not made pussy. me realize there's so much there's so much pussy out there. Okay. <laughs> so much pussy. A whole lot of pussy <laughs> out there. She spent an hour and a half just looking at pussy. <laughs> You're so funny. It's crazy. I know. That's what I'm saying. The stand-up. Right? right? Yo, how long does it take you to make an album? I just, the album that's finna come out in September, I made in one day. Um, The longest album I've, Taken to make was probably. Hell no, that was like two well, three days. I, well, I'm thinking like a whole thing, like recording and then being like mixed and then like there was time in between. Yeah, but we weren't working on it during that time. It was just, just wasn't releasing it. <laughs> we were just sitting. Um, probably silence won't save you as long as I took to make an album like song wise like all those songs are from different time periods like a year's worth of perfect was from like 2018 2019 so that one was probably the longest but other than that um even if it's the whole process from like recording to mixing to mastering it could be either a couple days or it could be weeks or months. it just depends it depends on what we own it depends on what we own but it never takes me a long time to create the music generally but I'm a bulk creator. I like getting shit like, yeah. I like I like to be in that moment. Last one. Last one. It's on me. This is from ASAP Crimson. <laughs> How do you pay yourself and your team on a business level? Is everyone employed under the company on tax forms, and you distribute the purchases? Also, as a solo indie artist, should I make my own company and buy my equipment through the company and pay myself through that, aka merch, streams, tickets? Yeah, everyone isn't on tax forms. And uh, 
I, w- I which I need to do better with right now. I just pay niggas like I, I end up signing up with Mercury, which is a really dope business bank, and the tracking and accounting and shit is really good on there. So when I wire people to pay them, I'm able to have it all itemized now, which I didn't have prior. I was just cash apping everybody. And sometimes I still cash app niggas, and at the end of the year, I just compile all of my shit when I take it to my tax person, and we gotta go through it. But um, yeah. Yeah, I would say you'd have to study that yourself and figure out what worked for you because I'm still learning that shit too. That was the last one? Yep. And it's been another incredible episode of Free Free Game Game Friday. Friday. If you have some questions of your own that you would like answered, please. Oh, you can submit them to the link below this video in the description box if you're listening to this on a podcast website, because now this will be on podcast, <laughs> or um, at the link in our bios on any social media. If you also want help with your business and you would like somebody to personally look at it, I can do that. You can go to the link in my bio on look social at it media. Like you be looking at them horses. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Until next time, guys. <laughs>